0: Then Imam Al-Bharbhari, continues with the next point here, point number 119, واحذر أَن تَجْلِسَ مع مَنْ يدعو إِلَى الشَّوْقِ وَالْمُحَبَّةِ وَمَنْ يَخْلُو مع النِّسَاءِ وَطَرِيقِ الْمَذْهَبِ فَإِنَّ هؤلاء كُلُّهُمْ عَلَى الضلال and beware of sitting with those who call to infatuation a shalk, infatuation or extreme passion and beware of sitting with those who call to infatuation and love and who seclude themselves along with women and who follow a certain path certain way so all of them are upon this guidance. Sheikh Al he said in explanation, he's saying, "وَحْذَرْ أَنْتَ جَلِسَ مَعَ يَدْعُو إِلَى الشَّلْقِ وَالْمَحَبَّةِ" And beware of sitting with those who call to a shirk, infatuation. and love. Sheikh Al said. And they are the Sufis. They are the Sufis. So having warned you against sitting with the scholars of Kalam, rhetorical theology, he now warns you against sitting with another misguided sect. And they are the Sufis. Those who worship Allah with innovation and newly introduced affairs which Allah has sent down no food for. So they abandon the sunnah. Indeed, they give no importance at all to hadith. And they, go, they give no importance at all to seeking knowledge. And they warn against seeking knowledge, Oh, They say, seeking knowledge will preoccupy your way from the remembrance of Allah. It will preoccupy you away your from worship. The Sheikh said, and this is belong, this is misguidance. Because worship will not be correct. And dhikr, remembrance of Allah, will not be correct. Unless it is done in accordance with the Book and the Sunnah. And it cannot be like that except through knowledge, except through mm-hmm. ilm and therefore they go astray and Allah's refuge is sought mm-hmm. they renounce knowledge and learning and they said to the people occupy yourselves with remembrance of Allah occupy yourselves with worship Sheikh said and this is nothing but misguidance because worship and dhikr, worship and remembrance of Allah will not be correct unless they are upon correct knowledge and upon following the messenger And if they are done upon other than knowledge and iktibar and following the messenger then they will be misguidance. And he, صلى الله عليه وسلم, said, Man amila amala laysa alayhi amruna, فهو Whoever does an action which our affair is not in accordance with, then it will be rejected. The Shaykh said, So how can you know that this is something which accords to the affair of the Messenger? Sallallahu <laughs> alaihi wasallam. Except through learning. Except through acquiring knowledge. And he said, Whoever introduces into this affair of ours that which is not from it, then it will be rejected. The shaykh. Well, in the footnotes they mention the reference for these hadith has already preceded in volume 1 and we have there that both these wordings are from the hadith of Aisha <laughs> the first wording being reported by Muslim is hadith 1718 8, and the second wording being reported both by Bukhari is hadith 2697 and Muslim again is hadith 1718 so the first wording just repeat what the Sheikh just said in the previous sentence he said according to the wording of the hadith whoever does an action which our affair is not in accordance with then it will be rejected he said so how can you know that this this thing you're doing how can you know it is something which accords with the affair of the messenger from Allah except through learning and he said whoever introduces into this affair of ours that which is not from it then it will be rejected. She continued How will you know whether this is something newly introduced? Unless you compare it to the sunnah of the messenger. Of Allah. So therefore, it is essential to learn firstly. And that you do not renounce knowledge and seeking knowledge. He said, Seeking knowledge is more excellent than supererogatory acts of worship. Seeking knowledge is more excellent, better than optional acts of worship. So the person who sits studying an issue of knowledge is more excellent than the person who stands in prayer for the whole night. Why? He raises the question, why is this so? said, because he will be worshipping Allah upon knowledge and clear insight. This one who acquires work, acquires knowledge, and then uses that knowledge for worship, he will be worshipping Allah upon knowledge and upon clear insight. And because of the fact that the scholar, the person of knowledge, benefits himself and he benefits others besides himself, but as for the worshipper who prays for the whole night and fasts for the day then he benefits himself alone. He only benefits himself. And he does not benefit the people. So his benefit is restricted to his own self. So if you learn knowledge you can benefit your own self and you can benefit the people. And therefore, he وسلم, said, He said, The excellence of the scholar, excellence of the personal knowledge over the worshipper is like the excellence of the moon over the rest of the stars. In a footnote, they mention this hadith is reported. By Imam Ahmad, and Adarimi, and Abu Dawood, and Ab Tirmidhi, and Ibn Majah, and Ibn Hadban, and Ab Pahawi, and, and by others besides them from a the hadith of Abu Darda. And it was declared Hassan good by Hamza al-Kinani, and declared Sahih, authentic, by Ibn Hadban and al Pahawi. And it's a part of a longer hadith. رَبُ الدَّرْجَةَ رَبِيَ اللَّهُمْ عَمْدَ the Prophet ﷺ said مَنْ سَلَكَ طَرِيْخًا يَلْتَمِسُ فِيهِ إِلْمَهِ سَحْرَ اللَّهُمْ لَهُ طَرِيْخًا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ and it's part of a long hadith whoever seeks a path whoever, whoever follows a path seeking by means of it knowledge Allah will make easy for him a path to paradise the hadith and with regard to this hadith Shaykh al-Albani رحمه الله he declared it hassan due to its support some Good due to its supporting narration in Sahih al-Tarabhib number 70 so he mentioned this narration Shaykh al he said explaining it a hadith, the excellence of the scholar over the worshipper is like the excellence of the moon over the rest of the stars he said because the moon shines upon the creation and riders can proceed within it within its light. And Allah puts fruits in order by means of it, the moonlight. And it has tremendous benefits. But as for a star, then it just shines for itself alone. Its light is restricted to it. Light can shine. shine, so a rider for example can travel in the light of a, a star on its own, contrary to the moon. And the sheikh said, this then is with regard to the worshipper. The light of the star is not the worshipper then, just benefits itself. said, this is with regard to the worshipper who worships Allah upon the truth. Then, how about the worshipper who worships Allah upon ignorance? And that hadith is going the, wor- the excellence of the scholar over the worshipper. And when the worshipper is upon truth, then the scholar is like the moon, and the worshipper is just like a star. The worshipper is upon the truth, though, is just like the star, benefits himself. And the Shah said, This is with regard to the worshipper who worships Allah upon the truth. Then how about the worshipper who worships Allah upon jahil, upon ignorance? This one, it may be that his worship itself is misguidance and is rejected for him. So therefore, knowledge and seeking knowledge is essential. And do not be deceived by those people who encourage the people upon dhikr upon remembrance and upon Farooj, going out going out of the Jablis, the Sufis called the going out, they say to give the They don't, don't be deceived by those people who encourage the people upon Dhika, remembrance, and upon going out, and upon night prayer, and upon fasting, and who deter the people from seeking knowledge, and from sitting in the mosques, to seek knowledge with the scholars. And he said, he's saying, yahru ma'an nisaa. And the word those people, who secluded themselves with women. The Sheikh said, because some of the Sufis, they don't withhold themselves, from that which is haram. They don't stop themselves, from that which is forbidden. They say, there is no sin upon us, we are from those who are al-arifin of we are from those people who have true awareness of Allah, and they regard sins as being lawful for them, and they say, there are no prohibitions for us, and there are no obligations upon us, because we have reached Allah. And we have no need of worship. They said, and therefore they commit (coughs) homosexuality. And they commit fornication. And they gaze at that which is forbidden. And they say, there is no sin upon us in this. Because we are just looking upon the signs of Allah. They say, this is just a case of looking upon the signs of Allah. She said, so Satan falsely adorns this for them. And they seclude themselves with beardless youths. And evils occur from them. They claim that they are the awliya of Allah. They claim that they are the beloved servants of Allah. And that there is no harm in what they do. Have said so look at how the servant can reach this level on a refuge of sort, lowly level. <coughs> so do not sit with those people he said he's saying I'm well, say, following a certain path I'm following a certain sufi path contrary to the what you find in the translated version the correction of my mistranslation Body those who follow a certain path. Shavazam said a, parik, a path taken by the Sufis. And that's what meant here, meaning path taken by the Sufis. So they say, take a sheikh a spiritual guide for yourself. Meaning the sheikh or a tarikah. They say that you have to take a sheikh he's a sheikh of a tariqah a sufi way which he yes. will follow at his hands and they say a person who has no sheikh no spiritual guide then his sheikh is Satan this is what the Sufis say if you don't have a sheikh and you want that sufi yes. sheikh then your sheikh will be Satan so you have to follow a sheikh and you have to give him baita you have to give them a pledge that you will not depart from it, from that way. And they have foul terminologies and usages. So it is upon you to beware of them. They call the people to depart from the religion of Allah to the religion of Satan. And Allah's refuge. they don't They don't say that, but that's what they're doing. What they're calling to, and what they're calling away from, they're calling away from Allah's truth to, to religion, and they're calling you, to the religion of Satan. Allah's refuge is He said, he's saying, فَإِنَّهَا أُلَىٰ أَنَ الضَرَالَ So those people, all of them are promised guidance. Shephah was said, Those Sufis, including their common folk and their scholars, Their mureeds, their spiritual heads, and their sheikhs. Their followers and their sheikhs said, all of them are upon misguidance. (coughs) All of them are upon misguidance. (coughs) Their common folk, their scholars, their mureeds, their followers, their ignorant followers, and their sheikhs. All of them are upon misguidance except for those who act upon the sunnah. <laughs> this one will be upon the truth. And this person, he will be upon the truth. That's why Sheikh of ends explanation of this point. And just finally, before finishing, Sheikh Ahmad al-Najmi, he said with regard to this point, he said, this part of this section relates to the Sufiya, relates to the Sufis. And it is a warning against them, and against their evil deeds, and their misguided behavior, and their stupid positions they take. For their sayings and their actions are all misguided and are filth and corruption. Everything that everything in existence. Creator and creation are one. They mention from their same, the same saying of them, them do Everything existing in the Creator and the creation, all are one. And ish, Kershid, and false infatuation. And they, they claim that a lot of what they do is because they're infatuated, they claim with their Lord. So this crazy behavior, and they excuse themselves that we're, we're like crazy, we're infatuated. They said, and false infatuation. And useless corrupt sayings which they carry from each other. So there is no one more astray than one who likens his lord to a bride. As is affirmed by Ibn Arabi. In the greatest one, in the Sufi's the, 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 the greatest one, Ibn Arabi. He likens his lord to a bride. He really woman that so for no one is more astray than one who likens his Lord to a bride as was <laughs> affirmed by Ibn Arabi upon him be Allah's curses mm-hmm. in the footnote they mention you can refer to the book Masra' <laughs> al-Tatawuf al-Tanbih al-Ghari Ibn takhir Ibn Arabi book of reputation and explain the kufr of Ibn Arabi's great Sufi and the Sufi love, Ibn Arabi explaining his kufr to disbelief great scholar, the Shaykh Burhanuddin Al Bukhari. So the Lord of the Sufis here is a woman, and you can refer to a smaller book. They say in the corner here, it's a smaller book with the title of the Sufis in the balance of the book in the Sunnah by Shaykh Muhammad Jamil Alayhi. Then Shaykh Ahmad continued and said And those people who mention al-Ishq, infatuation, <coughs> in love of Allah, then this is just Satan leading them into kuf of disbelief and causing them to fall into the clogs of misguidance. Which is such that there is no misguidance worse than it. And no other misguidance can even resemble it. So whoever makes Allah to be a solid inanimate rock and a dumb animal and the ground that is trodden upon and a ring that's thrown away then his disbelief is worse than the disbelief of the atheist who who does not acknowledge Allah and who does not believe in his existence so we ask Allah to protect us from that which they have fallen into and to grant us refuge from the evil of that foul saying, and Allah grants success.